0: taken. If the path we face is the one God's making. When He says go, we won't be alone. Let's take a leap of faith.
1: Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. I'm Leah. Today's story is a little different from our usual tales. Ever heard the phrase, everybody has a story to tell? It's true. We all have life stories, and sometimes they're wonderful, and other times, not so much. Mixed in with our splendid memories, we sometimes have moments of ugliness. We want to share a story with you that, although fictional and is told through the eyes of animals, is reality for some of us. It starts off sad, but it has the happiest ending ever. And you know what? If your story is sad or ugly, there is a way that turns all those parts into a beautiful picture. Come with us today as we listen to Jonathan's Story.
2: Jonathan, are you writing down your valuable verbs? Uh, You seem distracted.
3: Sorry, Mr. Marvin. I'm just tired.
2: We have a test tomorrow. Are you going to be prepared? If you need some help, I can ask your parents if it's okay to have you stay after school for some tutoring.
3: Oh, no, sir. It's... I'll be fine. I don't need any tutoring. I was just up late. I'll go to bed earlier tonight.
2: Very well. Finish up your list. It's almost time for the lunch bell.
1: As Mr. Marvin rang the bell, all the students rushed outside to find their usual places to sit and eat their lunches. What'd
3: your mom pack you? Oh man, my mom.
1: Petunia noticed that Jonathan walked away from everyone and sat down with empty paws. It wasn't the first time she had noticed he didn't seem to be eating anything. She tore her sandwich in half and walked over to sit down by the small hedgehog. Do you mind if I sit here, Jonathan? It's nice and shady. Sure, go
3: ahead. I just thought I'd study for the test tomorrow. Without your books? Um, yeah. I know them pretty well, so I'm just going over them in my head. That's a lot of verbs. You're pretty smart to do it from memory. I wouldn't say that. I'm fool. Would you like the rest of my sandwich? Sometimes I give mine to Olive. But she's over there. I don't feel like walking back. I'm pretty full for my lunch too, but uh sure. If you're not gonna finish it, I'll just put it in my pocket for later. Hey Jonathan
1: Petunia don't get wondered at that. Why didn't he just go ahead and eat it then? She watched him and he hadn't eaten anything for lunch today. And he did that a couple of times last week too. He must have wanted it or he wouldn't have taken it. Oh well, she thought and got up and went to play hopscotch with some of her friends.
2: Class dismissed. See you all tomorrow as we tunnel for knowledge. Uh, uh, What? Oh, dear. Jonathan, wake up. You fell asleep in class again.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Marvin.
2: Now you get home and get some rest. I haven't seen your parents around in a while, and I may need to speak with them.
3: Please, sir, that won't be necessary. They're much too busy to contact right now.
1: On his walk home, the young hedgehog could smell the sandwich in his pocket. He was hungry but didn't touch it. He saw a little patch of dandelions ahead and stopped to grab some. They'd make a nice side salad for dinner. I
3: bet Mom would like a good salad. Even better if she knows i picked them myself.
1: The house seemed oddly quiet as Jonathan approached the porch. Usually he could hear his siblings fussing inside when he arrived home. But everything was still. Maybe he could go in and lay down for a bit before supper. But he was so hungry. Just then, his siblings jumped out from behind a bush next to the porch. Boo! Boo! Scared Scared you Danny?
3: You jumped right off the ground, John John. Stinkers! (laughs) Yes, you scared me. Where's Mama? She's still asleep. She was crying again. You two eat yet? No, I'm hungry. Me too. Sit down here. I brought you something. Sempy smells good. Let me see. Wait a minute now, let me divide it up. That's not much for all of us. Two of you, I'll make mama and me a special salad. Dandelion salad? Delicious. Yuck.
1: Jonathan went inside to check on his mama. She was just where the little one said she would be, curled up in a ball, tightly clinging to the covers. There was that strange smell again filling the room, and he saw mama's special container on the floor next to the bed. He didn't know what that stuff was, but it reeked and Mama would fall asleep right after she drank it. Jonathan wasn't sure what was worse, when Papa was home and things were noisy and crashing, or when Mama was crying all the time and quiet. He was imagining what life might be like for other kids with sack lunches and a Mama who cleaned them up before they headed out to school. His reverie was interrupted by the sound of his siblings talking to someone in the yard. He rushed outside
2: to see who it was.
3: Are you John John's teacher? We were behind that bush over there. We jumped out and scared him.
2: I bet you did scare him, jumping out of the bushes like that.
3: You should have seen his face, Mr. Marvin. His eyes were big as acorns. Don't exaggerate, Minnie. They weren't that big. Uh Uh-huh. I was out front, so I saw him before you did. No one's eyes can be that big. Yes, we can. Can't they, Mr. Marvin?
2: I'm sure they can indeed seem that big at the moment.
3: Hello, Mr. Marvin. No one's at home right now if you were needing something. Mama's home, John-John. No, no, she's not here right now. She's sleeping.
2: It's okay, Jonathan. I was stopping by to bring your books you left at school. <laughs> I saw the little ones playing a rousing game of Ring Around the Rosies, and I just had to join them for a moment.
4: Jonathan, who's here?
3: Uh, it's Mr. Marvin, Mama. I told him you weren't here because you weren't feeling well.
4: I feel just fine, Jonathan. What tales have you been telling, Mr. Marvin? I do apologize. He's got a vivid imagination.
2: No need to apologize. Jonathan seems like a wonderful big brother and a good helper.
3: John John is the best brother.
2: I'll be going now, Mrs. Hedge. Have a wonderful evening. Jonathan, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye!
4: Jonathan, what did you say to your teacher? Nothing, Mama. I promise. He was just playing with the kids.
3: I didn't want him to know you were sleeping, so I said you weren't home.
4: You don't need to cover for your mother, Jonathan. That's not your job. I'm sorry, Mama. I'm getting ready to make us dinner. I'm going to
1: lay back down. My head is pounding. Jonathan broke the dandelion stems and blooms to make the salad look fuller. He found some seasoning in the cupboard to sprinkle on it and divided it into two bowls. One for Mama and one for him. Papa hadn't been home for two weeks, so he didn't make him one. He bowed his head and prayed.
3: Dear God, thank you for this food. Please help my mama and papa to make our home like all the other kids' homes. Help me to be a good son for them. Amen.
1: The next day, Jonathan got up early and made a quick breakfast of mush for his siblings and checked on mama. She was still asleep when he saw a new container next to her bed and the empty bowl where he'd placed the salad the night before. He was glad she had eaten it. He grabbed his books and headed out the door for school. He'd worry about lunch later. When he stepped out onto the creaky porch, he saw a small box with a note attached. Inside the box was a small parcel marked Jonathan's lunch. He took the box inside, placed it on the table for Mama to see, and then took his parcel and left for school.
0: Did he get it? I can't see over your flat cap. Yeah, he took it inside and it looked like he took his lunch with him. Oh, great. We almost didn't make it in time before he left for school. And he almost caught us when you tripped over that limb, stubbed your toe on a rock, and made all that noise. I couldn't help it. It hurt like the dickens. But it sure looked funny. You should have seen your arms flailing. All right, let's head to the school and we can let Mr. Marvin know that we took care of things.
1: When Jonathan arrived home from school, his mother was sitting at the kitchen table with the box in front of her, and she didn't look happy. Mama, is something wrong? I don't know. Maybe you should
4: tell me. What did you say to your teacher exactly? Because we don't need anyone's pity. I didn't say anything, Mama. I promise. How do you know Mr. Marvin brought the box? I guess I don't.
3: Does that mean we can keep the box? The things in there smell
1: real good. Why not? I think we're all a little hungry. Jonathan agreed. He'd eaten part of that big lunch someone had brought. But he was still so hungry. He knew his siblings were too. That's why he'd save some. That evening, Mr. Marvin met with Zeke and Elliot to talk about the food box left at the Hedge house.
2: My dear friends, I want to thank you for the food box you provided to Jonathan's family. You should have seen his face as he unwrapped his lunch. However, he did save some and wrapped it neatly to take home to his siblings. We haven't seen Mr. Hedge in a while around the pond,
0: and we didn't see him around their house either. We weren't snooping. We just wanted to see if the food was seen and taken inside. Exactly. When we took on the pawn pantry, we understood the rules. No spreading any gossip or being nosy or pushy. We just put a note inside the box, inviting them to church, and
2: prayed a blessing over their home. This is tremendously exciting. To be the hands and feet of Jesus to our fellow creatures is our highest achievement. Sure Sure is. is.
0: We're taking over another food box in the morning with another invite to church. And we might see if we can recruit Jonathan to our trail ranger troop.
2: Carry on, then. And thank you both. My students mean the world to me. Yes, yes sir. sir.
1: As the sun was rising the next morning, the two frogs were placing another food box at the home of the hedgehog family. Just as their web feet touched the bottom step of the porch, they heard a noise.
2: What are you doing?
1: Ah, ah, what in the world? Did we
3: scare you?
0: Uh-huh, you <laughs> did.
3: <laughs> I told you to come back, Jesper. No, you didn't. I told you.
0: Did you see us yesterday?
3: Yep. Did you bring us food again?
0: Yes, is that okay?
3: Yay! Shh! Mama might not be happy about it, but we are. We're hungry.
0: Oh, did she not like the food?
3: She liked the food real good, but she didn't want anyone to feel pitiful for us. To pity us is what she said. Morning, John John.
4: Shh, Minnie. We don't want to wake up Mama. Well, it's too late for that.
0: Morning, Mrs. Hedge. We're sorry. We didn't mean to disturb you.
4: Yeah, real sorry. We just left this box and we're headed to work. We don't need any pity. My husband will be back soon.
3: He will? He said he was never coming back. Hush, Hush, Minnie. Minnie.
0: Ma'am, we didn't come here to pry or show pity. We just thought y'all might need a little help right now and Bickers Pond is family. We look out for one another, bear each other's burdens like the Bible says.
4: I don't know much about what the Bible says, but it is kind what you did. I do appreciate it. Maybe we'll be there Sunday for church. It's the least I could do.
0: Great. See you then. See you all Sunday.
4: Mama, may I walk with Mr.
3: Zeke and Mr.
4: Elliot If they don't mind, I'm ready for school and I have my lunch. If they don't mind, it's fine with me. We
0: don't mind at all. Not a bit.
1: The three of them headed towards Baker's primary in relative silence when suddenly Jonathan stopped short and blurted out, My papa's coming back. He's
3: going to take care of us.
0: I don't doubt it, Jonathan. And I think he'll be real proud of how you've taken care of things.
3: I yelled at him. I said mean things. That's why he's not here. Oh, buddy,
0: that's not why he's gone.
3: How do you know?
0: I know because, well, because I had some pretty similar things happen in my life when I was barely more than a tadpole. None of what is happening is your fault. I made it through those times because I have two things. What? Jesus and my pal Elliot. I think Jesus sent Elliot to me to be my friend. Jesus is the closest friend I'll ever have, but sometimes he sends me the next best thing. Elliot, we can talk and hang out together. And Zeke has been the same thing to me. I pray and ask Jesus, who is my best friend, to help me. And he'll send Zeke to help me with some task or just to listen to me talk things out.
3: I could use a best friend. I keep asking God to make me better so my papa will come back home.
0: God hears you, Jonathan. The only way any of us can be better is to believe that Jesus is our Savior and admit our sins to him. Ask him to wash us clean of those sins. Then he does it and we become more like him. As for your dad, you keep praying that he will realize he needs a best friend too.
3: Should I do that on Sunday? Ask Jesus to be my best friend?
0: Or we can do it right now. Really? Really. You bet. Jesus can hear us anytime, any place. Zeke, go ahead. Jonathan, why don't you pray something like this with me? Dear Jesus, I need a best friend. I know I have sinned. Would you wash After me you and make, make me, me clean? clean? I know, I
3: know you, you gave, gave your life for me. me. I want to live my life for you. Be Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. I feel so happy. Is that what it feels like?
1: Yep, sure does. Zeke and Elliot were nearly knocked off their feet when the hedgehog embraced each of them with a fierce hug. Sunday came and the two frogs and Mr. Marvin kept turning to see if the family of four came through the door. It was almost time for service to begin when they heard a small commotion. They turned to see Mrs. Hedge leading her family in. Each one was scrubbed nice and clean with their quills all combed. When it was prayer time, they saw Mrs. Hedge leading her little crew to the front. Jonathan was beaming because he knew that Mama was about to experience what it was like to know Jesus and have him as her best friend.
4: Jonathan, your lunch is all packed. Come and eat your breakfast. Yes, ma'am. Oh,
3: Mama, can I take an extra sandwich with me? I'd like to share my Mama's peanut butter and jelly sandwich with Petunia.
4: Who is Petunia?
3: A skunk, and I think she might be my other new best friend.
1: Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Jonathan's story is based on some real stories that we know. Sometimes life doesn't seem fair or easy. In fact, some of us have experienced some pretty tough things in our life already. And no matter what age we are, there is a best friend who will take care of us and listen to us. He never leaves or forsakes us. What that means is he never walks out on us. He never lets us down. When we have Him, there isn't anything in life that we can't overcome. And those of us telling you these stories don't just believe that. We've lived it. Jesus never fails us.
4: Welcome to Insightful Information
1: with Kelly and Candy. I'm Kelly, and I'm Candy. Today's episode was more serious than our others. It sure was. Kelly, have you ever faced anything hard in your life? Yes, like Jonathan. We didn't have much, and my family situation was similar to this story. I can relate to many of the things they talked about in the story, too. Sometimes my home was loud and unhappy. How did you get through that? Like Jonathan, I asked Jesus to be my best friend and live in my heart. Me too. So did your life become perfect after that? Oh, no. We still had struggles, but I had Jesus to talk to. And me, right? He is my very best friend. And I'm your other best friend, right? You like to talk to me, don't you? Well, look at that. Look at the time. I mean, you're my other best friend. I just thought, Kelly... Yes, Candy. Best friends for life. Goodbye, kids. Thanks for listening. Parents, have you signed up for our newsletter? You can find it at ZekeAndElliott.com and never miss any news from Bickers Pond. You can also support Zeke and Elliot by going to ZekeAndElliott.com and all donations are tax deductible. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and we look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith.